Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined, as I am every Tuesday here, by my good friend, Mr. Kenny Taylor. Uh, we're here to break down an eight-game slate for you guys. It's getting towards the nitty-gritty. Kenny, we are almost at the end of the season. Uh, it is like literally, I think, the last week or so of, of games. So uh, we are really, really down to the wire here. So it's really tough to uh, project these lineups, right? How, how are you feeling about these, this slate today, man? Um, I mean, it's all about Clippers versus Lakers. I mean, that's basically <laughs> the start of the playoffs for me. Um, yeah. Every single game I'm sweating. I, I just want to avoid all play-in situations possible. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one, man. My Bulls are currently, as we're recording this, dropping it like a bunch of buttheads against the Atlanta Hawks. They just did not show up tonight. I'm pretty peeved off, but it's okay. We roll. We we try to win some DFS money. That'll make me happy. So let's uh, let's talk about this slate here. Eight-game slate. Uh, we do have some injury news. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and label this out there. These guys are probable, but Luka Doncic is probable with a thigh uh, issue and Kyrie Irving probable with a foot issue. But as we know, they are both on shutdown watch, Kenny. So uh, not sure if they're going to shut them down here. They probably will play here, but uh, you'd have to think, you know, another win for uh, whoever team is in front of them or a loss for the Mavericks. And those guys are going to be shut down for the season, which is really unfortunate. Sucks to be those guys. Uh, LeBron James questionable. Um, I'm going to go ahead and label him as in because <laughs> he's been playing pretty much every game. He's been labeled as questionable. I'm trying to look right now because uh, he is in this game against the Jazz here. It looks like they are winning in the first half. It is a back-to-back, Kenny, so maybe maybe LeBron does sit. We'll have to see about that one. But uh, D'Angelo Russell is questionable also with a foot injury for the uh, for the Lakers. So we'll have to see, have to see about that one. Uh, Jalen Brown, I'm going to list him as questionable for with a back injury for the Celtics. Uh, on the Bucks side, uh, he set up with knee injury management today, but I'm guessing he's likely likely to play tomorrow. So we'll just label, label him as probable. Uh, Trey Young, questionable with an illness. He had to set out against my Bulls. Uh, Denny Avija, questionable with an elbow bursitis. Uh, I don't know. I think he's more towards the doubtful side personally. So we'll see about that. Delon Wright of the Wizards, also questionable with an illness. Uh, for the Pacers, we have Miles Turner. For whatever reason, this is questionable. I don't know why they don't just rule this guy out for this season. He's probably not going to play. Uh, Marvin Bagley out with a concussion. Uh, interestingly enough, the Pistons started Dura next to Wiseman, which uh, I'm curious to see if they try that again. Dylan Brooks is questionable with a hip injury uh, for the Grizzlies. And for the uh, Clippers, we have Eric Gordon questionable with a hip injury as well. Uh, we also have for the Raptors, Gary Trent Jr. questionable with a back injury. And Grayson Allen, if you guys haven't heard, is out with an ankle injury for the rest of the season. So uh, he's uh, there's some starter minutes there in Milwaukee for somebody. So anybody uh, I missed there or anybody you're thinking on a back-to-back might sit, Kenny? I mean, we got about 80% of these teams on a back-to-back. So we more than likely going to get some more news. We actually might have um, Tatum sit this game out since um, Brown was out in the last game. Um, who else? Uh, that's just like the first name I can really think of going yeah. to my head. Hopefully we get some news that LeBron and AD is out tomorrow. But yeah, that's just <laughs> yeah. wishful thinking. You, you would like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, we'll see about that one. That's a little wishful, I think. But uh, but no, I, we do have to think. I think LeBron's probably the biggest name out there. 
for me that we do have to keep our eye on because of that back-to-back situation. But uh, as a result of that, Kenny, and it being the end of the season and just silly season in general, as I was saying before we hopped on, I don't have a whole lot of plays for you guys. This is a really early look at the slate, so uh, I'm just going to name some some guys that I do like here. Uh, it's going to be probably a pretty quick one, though. But I'm, I, I do want to bring us over to the Wizards in Atlanta Hawks because I do think Denny Avijah is out. Obviously, Beal is out. Porzingis is out. So on that Wizards squad, I do think there's some value to be had. Uh, and I'm going to start it off with Daniel Gafford at 6,300. He burned me tonight with a player prop, but I'm not I'm not mad. I mean, I'm not tripping. It's all good. He's going to get probably a 25-plus uh, minutes here against the Atlanta Hawks team that, you know, pretty much struggles against the center position, even though uh, even though they have Capella and Okongwu. So I do like Gafford here at 6,300. And I'm also going to highlight here Corey Kispert at 5,700. Uh, I think he's a, obviously a really good play as well. He's been scoring uh, like you know, 35 plus DK points in multiple games in a row. Uh, they need somebody to score on their team without Beal and pretty much anybody out there. So they're going to rely on Kispert quite a bit for some shots to fall. Last guy I'm going to throw out there is uh, Goodwin uh, at 4,700. If there's no DeLon Wright again, I think you can definitely roll out some Goodwin and maybe some Johnny Davis as well in GPPs. Johnny Davis I would consider more of like a high upside type play, and Goodwin I would consider more of a safer cash type play. Um, but I like all those guys on the Wizards. What do you? What about you, man? Um, when it comes to that game, I have no interest. I'm I'm really only going to have interest in maybe three games and just wait for value. Um, I feel like the safest game, well, the safest team on this slate right now is probably going to be Toronto. And I'm going to have a lot of interest in, um, OG or Scotty Barnes, especially on a back-to-back. Plus, I believe they need this game to keep the eight seed. Mm. I, I, I believe so. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, with all this, you know, rumors going about Nurse, um, who knows? He might not actually be there to want to keep the job. Um, outside of that, I do feel like your Bulls going against the Bucks is going to be an interesting matchup, especially if they want to stay in the little playoff contention. So I do have interest in both of your star players, mm-hmm. Levine and DeRozan, and I'm expecting some Bucks to actually be sitting out this matchup. So there might be value in Cody White as well. And um, outside of that, it's all about Clippers Lakers for me on this slate for my spend ups. Fair enough, man. Yeah, I think the the Bulls uh, Bucks does kind of intrigue me a little bit. Uh, just to kind of clarify that play in picture in the East, especially uh, right now, the Hawks are probably going to end up winning against my Bulls, which is really unfortunate, but it is what it is. So they'll probably move, I believe, into the eighth spot. Uh, with the Raptors slipping to ninth. So, uh, yeah, the Raptors and the Hawks have luck to play for here. The Bulls should slip to 19 games back, which would be uh, two games behind the Raptors and the Hawks uh, with a tie uh, record. I'm not sure how that works beyond uh, head-to-head record, but they do have a 2-2 two to two record with the Hawks, assuming they lose this game. And uh, I believe they do. the Raptors have the best record over the Bulls uh, for the season series in that one. So uh, Bulls are starting to run out of reasons to play for, honestly. I think they might. They probably will still try because, uh, what do they have, three games left, I believe. So if they won out and one of those other two teams lost out. I'm, again, I'm not sure how that tiebreaker works beyond head-to-head. Um, but if it's, you know, Hawks, uh, if they have a chance to hop the Hawks, for ninth, I guess they they might have some incentive to play, but I'm not I'm not 100% sold that they are like super into winning uh, beyond tonight. Honestly, uh, this was a big loss for them. This was really disappointing. So, uh, pardon me for being a little a little down on them right now. Uh, but no, I, uh, and then the uh, obviously the Pacers are way out of it, and the Heat are just above those other two teams, uh, the Raptors and the Hawks. So, just to kind of clarify that that playing picture. But uh, let me bring you guys over. Let's talk about a little bit about uh, Brooklyn and Detroit. Obviously, not a whole lot for Detroit to play for. Uh, as I said, you know, 
there's going to be no Marvin Bagley. So they did make, move Jalen Durlin to the lineup and had a pretty pretty decent uh, line tonight. Uh, how are you feeling about Jalen Duran as a potential, you know, uh, stab here on this slate, man? Um, honestly, I don't have any interest in him. Um, I might have some interest in, uh, I cannot think of his name, um, Amari? Mm-hmm. Um, um, is that his? I, I think I'm saying his name. Oh, Amari. Yeah, Amari. Yeah, um, I, I might have some interest in him. Um, really do see him still getting about 20 plus minutes on the back to back. Um, if I'm really want to throw a dart, um, I'm actually might have interest on the Brooklyn shot, Brooklyn side. If they, um, actually have anybody resting, cause I do feel like Sharp might actually get a nice little 20 minute spot. Oh, uh, yeah. I do have Claxton here at 7,100. I mean, obviously if he sits, um, Sharp would be a guy that would definitely slide into some of that, uh, you know, some of those minutes there. And, uh, if somebody else does sit, he could be a guy as well. Uh, Killian Hayes on the Detroit Pistons is another guy I'm looking at in this game at 5,800. Uh, not exactly the, uh, most reliable guy in the world. He can obviously go one for 12 from the field any given night, uh, does most nights it feels like, but, uh, if he is hitting his shots, he's absolutely going to crush that price tag. That, that just, it's just not a, uh, guarantee that he's going to hit his shots. That's actually, it's actually almost a guarantee that he's not going to hit his shots. It's almost a guarantee he's going to go one for one for 10. Um, let's talk a little bit though about, uh, let's talk about Boston and Toronto. Uh, you know, this is an interesting game too. Uh, you know, like you said, Tatum might sit, I think obviously if Brown is, uh, you know, truly, uh, has an illness or whatever he's sitting out for, uh, you know, Tatum at 10 6 makes a whole lot of sense. As you said, though, if Tatum does sit, you go with Brown. I think that's really my only takeaway there, so I don't have a lot to add to that. Was there another game you were, uh, you said you were, uh, let's jump into the Clippers and Lakers, man. Talk to me about it. Talk to me. About it. <laughs> all right. Um, again, this is all going to depend on um, who's in and who's out, but let's just say everybody is in. Um, I'm really going to be gravitated towards Kwai as my spend-up for GPP and cash. Then if I'm playing cash, I'm just going to tag him along with either James or Davis and also run along Westbrook as well. Um, And I feel like that would be kind of like my core cash right there, which should leave me with about four or five per player. So I'm probably just going to plug in maybe one or two cheapies from the Clippers or Lakers side. Um, Then if you want to go a little bit cheaper on the Clippers side, especially when it comes to the way the minutes were going around for these players, you might want to take a stab at um, Robert Covington. Um, For some odd reason, they was playing him as like a two or four, depending on the lineup. And I really do feel like if they keep this rotation, he should get you about 24 minutes in a spot where he might actually get what five or six three-point attempts um on the Lakers side I do feel like you could get some value with either Walker or Beasley depending on how risky you want to be in a GPP um Clippers do allow a good amount of three-pointers to guards um also if you want to Really take a dart throw with the Lakers. You could actually run um, Hartramara as well. I like it, man. So lots of guys to target in that Clippers and Lakers game, obviously. Uh, I got some interest also. 
uh, in a couple other games here, just a couple of guys I want to throw out there for the New York Knicks and the Indiana Pacers. I feel like Mitchell Robinson at 5,400 is still underpriced uh, compared to what he's been doing without Julius Randle on the lineup. So I would consider him as well against a pretty weak Indiana Pacers team that's probably going to run, you know, Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith out there. I'm, I'm assuming there's no Miles Turner. I really don't think he's going to play. There's another guy I'm looking at also in the Pelicans in Memphis game as kind of a value play. It'd be Larry Nance Jr. at 3,800. Uh, just a guy under 4K that pretty much going to guarantee get you 20 minutes or so. Uh, going to get you some, you know, some, uh, some, you know, points, rebounds. Uh, maybe assists as well. So I think he's got a, a relatively safe floor as well. Um, but yeah, 3,800 for Larry Dance is a guy I'm looking at as well. Those are That's really all I got on my list here, Kenny, which I know is really small, and I'm sorry, guys. But hey, I don't want to suggest people I'm not confident in suggesting. But uh, anyone uh, you're, else you're eyeing or any other games you're eyeing here? Um, this is more so going to be news-based, but I do have my eye on um, two players in the Sacramento game with Terrence Davis. Uh, for three five and also um Davion Mitchell for three two. If there's any news of any of these starters resting, I'm really just gonna probably plug them into both cash and GPP. And on the Washington Atlanta side, I do have a little bit of interest in um Shadiq Bay or Bogdanovich and Cash. All right. I like it, man. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and move on to our Thrive plays then. Thrive Fantasy, if you're not uh, thriving, thrivefantasy.com. Use promo code ETHOS to get your first deposit match up to 250 bucks. I've got two plays for the for the listeners out there. Um, you know, uh, How many plays did you end up with? Um, I ended up with two as well. Okay, perfect. Well, I'll just start us off, man. I got Mitchell Robinson again over uh, 10.5 rebounds. That's 110 points against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, again, you know, no Julius Randle. He's really been freed up to, you know, do what he does, get rebounds, get blocks. He's even scoring some points recently. So uh, I do like him to go over here in a game against the Pacers. Even though the Knicks might have a whole lot to play for, uh, it is <laughs> Tom Thibodeau that coaches the team. And they're just not going to ever take a game off. It's just going to happen. So Knicks are pretty much always safe value to go ahead and grab. Uh, what do you got, Kenny? Um, I actually got a under on a Milwaukee player who last time I played is under, he scored 50 points, but <laughs> under on Drew Holiday for 23.5 total points and assists. I really don't see him getting his full amount of minutes. Um, so I really do feel like he's probably going to end with about uh, 10 field goal attempts, potentially four assists. So really feel like that's a nice little under for 110 points. Uh, my last uh, four I've played, and this is also a guy you could go for for DFS. I, I feel like he's going to just absolutely destroy us. Giannis Antetokounmpo, over 15.5 rebounds and assists. That's 85 points against my Chicago Bulls. Uh, yeah, the only time the Bulls meet up with Giannis, he just, like, just destroys us. I mean, there's there's nothing we can do. Uh, we have some, you know, guys that we try to throw at him, and there's there's just – we can't stop him. And for some reason, he just likes to, to, you know, put it on us every single time we meet him. So I think that is a good spend-up for you in DFS as well if you're looking for a guy that's a pretty safe value to spend up on. Obviously, he's going to be expensive at DFS, though. So over 15.5 rebounds and assists, 85 points. What's your last one there, Kenny? You know, if it make you feel any better, um, most of the NBA have troubles against you. <laughs> that's uh, true. <laughs> Um, but the last one I have is going to be more so if he plays or if he doesn't play. And that's um, over 26.5 points for Kyrie Irving against the Sacramento Kings. I like it, man. Well, that's going to do it for us, guys. That is our DraftKings and our Thrive Fancy Plays. 
Uh, I would bring you guys a live show tomorrow, but uh, I tried to do that today, and my laptop was having major issues because I dropped it down the stairs. So I'm not going to be doing that tomorrow, but I'm getting a new computer on Thursday. Thursday, I'm going to hit you with that live show again. If you aren't watching those live shows on Thrive, or on YouTube, sorry, uh, go to YouTube and watch them on our Sports Ethos page. But I'm Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at @bsbpkeith. And where can the good people find you, Kenny? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at OrangeDFS. I'm always talking about all levels of basketball. We got a WNBA draft coming next week. We got Gary League playoffs coming in two weeks, and of course, NBA playoffs coming next week. I love it, man. Playoff time. I am so excited. All right, guys, until next time, go get that money.